Welcome to the Infotainment Podcast Initiating Startup Sequence. Hi, my name is Randy, and the Infotainment Podcast will begin shortly. I will be around mound to podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. I would like to welcome you, you, and especially you, to this episode of Infotainment. Let's say hello to the year 2021. <laughs> On this episode, I continue my conversation with Lisa, another person who lives here in my apartment complex as she discusses her paranormal experiences. Well, on the, there's another show on the Travel Channel called The Dead Files. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but the... No, the, I haven't. There's a, two people. One of them, she's a, she's a psychic medium who can see and speak to and listen and hear ghost uh, spirits or whatever and the other is okay. a, and the other is a homicide detective he then they never talk during an investigation of a place and the people call them for help because there's been a lot of uh, ghostly activity in their place and the, uh, the lady she walks through the house and uh, checks it for ghosts. And she says, oh, this is bad. This is bad. It's got this crabby old lady in this corner and she likes this corner. And oh, there's this uh, thing here. And, and the guy looks up the history of the house and all the bad things that have happened in the house and over the years of if, if anybody's died in the house or there, there's been like a fire nearby or something like that and a lot of people have died because uh, spirits, okay. will, spirits will move around even though they might be a block or so away and, yeah, I that. and I watch uh, Ghost Adventures too which, which is probably the most watched one on the travel channel which is I have seen that one. Yeah, they make they make it pretty entertaining. They do. They they got a camera that in a certain light spectrum they can see weird orbs of light, you know, going in, mm -hmm. and uh, just before or just after some paranormal event where they capture them speaking into their digital recorders or their spirit box or. Or an obvious. Right. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called now. 
they well they also got this uh, sls camera i think it's structured light sensitivity or where it can map out figures and it, it shows a little like stick figure with a little uh, yeah you know, and they can tell you where where they are and oftentimes they feel like a like it gets real cold or something they, they put your hands right here it's real cold right here and stuff and yeah and they'll have some spirit or whatever come through the a spirit box yeah so i do believe that there are people and things that do not leave the earth because they don't want to or uh they don't know how to move on or they're being yeah, I do too. or they're being some of them get trapped by other spirits to stay and they don't mean yeah, a lot. You got good ones and you have mean ones. What's that? You have good ones and you have mean ones. Yeah, it seems like more of the mean ones don't want to move on. I think they're kind of afraid of where they might go. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's what keeps them trapped. That psychic medium on the Dead Files, her name is Amy Allen. She's a physical medium and she says she'll. Sometimes she'll take one of the spirits or whatever, take them with her, and she'll move them on. I don't know exactly what that all entails and how she moves on a spirit. but uh. <laughs> I don't know, but I've actually had a conversation where I was the medium. And, yep. yes, true story, living in Topeka, Kansas, and a neighbor's husband had just passed away and her and I went out to dinner one night and the night before his funeral, he came to me in a dream and told me to tell his wife that he was fine. So I told her that and that he was okay and things were better where he was and whatnot. And so we ended up going out to dinner night and she asked me if I had heard from him anymore, and all of a sudden, I just start talking. And it's like he's sitting here telling me, so I call her this name, and it happens to be something I didn't know about with them. They had pet names for each other. Okay. And so, because at first she didn't believe me, and so I was like, I don't know you guys this well, like what you guys called each other in private. You live next door to me, but I have no idea where this information is coming from. Spooky. No. So the two of them basically had a conversation through me, and I'm answering stuff that I have no clue what's going on. Ooh. And she understands everything, and the look on her face was she just kept smiling and got brighter and happier and it was kind of freaky but it hasn't happened since then but I'm actually glad that I was able to give her some comfort and peace because she was really kind of down about losing her husband and being able to kind of discuss stuff with him one last time kind of neat so yeah it was actually that's something I didn't know about you for sure (laughs) <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> and another thing you may not know 
is that for some reason, I usually end up being the last person somebody talks to or touches or they see before they pass. It happened when I was two. My great-grandmother just went and put me down in my crib for my nap, walked over to the rocking chair, sat down, and my grandmother was in the kitchen making my birthday cake, and she heard what they call the death rattle. Mm-hmm. And my grand- great-grandmother passed away in the chair. Ooh. Then I had a phone conversation with my grandfather on my mom's side, and was talking to him, and that was the last conversation I had with him. And I found out later that was the last conversation he had with anybody. Oh, I see. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, then I also had one with my other grandfather on my dad's side. And with him, I went and earlier that day, my grandmother and her sister were sitting in his room at this nursing home. And my grandmother sits there and says, I just wish that he would die. And I'm sitting there looking at her like, how can you say that? He's still alive in his bed. You're in the same room. (laughs) At the time, I was going to school to be a CNA. Oh, man. And uh, a certified nursing assistant. Yeah. And so I'm like, I can't believe you just said that. You know? And... After her and her sister left, I talked to my grandfather, and I had lost my uncle, his son, back in 87 from AIDS, and I told him, go be with Uncle Ricky and Steph. I go, it's okay, you can go, you don't need to hold on any longer, and Steph, and I left the nursing home, and by the time I got home 20 minutes later, I had a voicemail on my answering machine telling me that my father passed away not long after I left. Wow. And just recently, I lost a friend. And I happened to be the last one he talked to and saw before he passed. Yeah, it happened to live here in our complex. Yeah, I know who you're talking about there. Yeah, he was a real real nice guy. Very nice guy. Thank the world of that man. Yeah. Let to death, though, I tell you. So that lady that you were speaking with when you had that conversation uh, and yeah. you, you were acting as a go-between. So, yeah. So you mentioned more than her pet name. I'm taking it that told her that she she knew it was her husband. Yes. So he was... Yes. So he was telling you a lot more that you wouldn't have known? Yeah, he was telling me things that I would not know that only he and her would know. Specific things, I mean, things that nobody else would know other than he and her. Wow. And, yeah, and I'm, like, kind of sitting there and I'm talking to him and, kind of asking him, are you sure you want me to say that? And he's sitting there telling me, yeah, tell her, tell her, tell her, tell her. (laughs) I'm like, okay. So I'm kind of having this talk inside my head with him and with my voice to her telling her what he wants me to tell her. Okay. Yeah, it went on for probably a good 40 minutes to an hour that 
the three of us talked. <laughs> but wow. me so, via through him. So you, okay. so, so you just heard him as a voice. You didn't like mentally right. see anything. No. Okay. No, I didn't talk like him. I talked in my own voice. Okay. But yeah, yeah. questions and stuff and. It was basically kind of, they were basically having a conversation through me. She would ask a question about him and he'd answer it. And that's how it came up on the pet thing. Cause, uh, she asked me, well, what was his pet name that I always called him? And immediately I'm like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden it, he's telling me in my head, this is what it was. And, Hmm. I'm like, are you sure you say that out loud? And he's all like, yeah, she'll know what it means. I'm like, okay, so I say it. <laughs> and the look on her face was like her mouth just dropped open. Wow. That would have been real comforting for her to know that she had a conversation. It was. It was, and when we were at the funeral that day, there were other people that she had told about how he had come to me in a dream, and so pretty much all of her family members and stuff and everything were all coming over and thanking me for telling her and letting us know that he was okay and he didn't feel anything, and so it was kind of nice to be able to comfort somebody that just lost a loved one and was burying them that day. And he happened to be a veteran, by the way. And I remember going out to the cemetery and stuff. And I remember, well, after the service, I was kind of standing there by myself and came to me in my head again. And he's all like, that was kind of nice. I really appreciated that. And I'm like, you're welcome. Wow. Of course, all in my head, but he was able to converse with me, and I conversed back, and at first it was freaky. After that, it was just kind of like, okay, I can do this. No problem. <laughs> but I haven't done it since then, but it was kind of neat. I wouldn't mind doing it for somebody else if it ever happens to come up, but... Yeah, I wish you'd do it with my parents. <laughs> so, I have, yeah. I have dreamt about my dad and mom uh, on, on occasion, yeah, but I, I don't know that it's anything they would have induced at all from my own memory, but I think... I don't know how uh, how they would. Well, I guess I got another story for you. Okay. Well, as you know, I've had open well, heart surgery. Yes. And I ended up on a ventilator. Mm-hmm. And apparently, the doctors didn't think that I was going to make it. And I was on this vent, and my mom and her, uh, my stepdad, had come to see me and stuff, and. I remember I could always hear my mom on the right side of me and she'd always be running her hand through my hair and holding my hand all the time. And then uh, I could hear in the background 
I hear football games and old 50s and 40s music, Elvis singing and stuff. And I come off of the ventilator and I happen to ask my mom, like, were you always on the right side of me? And were you always holding my hand and putting your fingers in my hair the whole time? She's like, took her hand away from mine at the moment. And she's all like, how'd you know that? (laughs) And I'm like, I could feel it and hear you. Now it's like, and dad, he was going and watching football because I could hear the darn games and stuff. And I go, there was Elvis music. And he was all like, yeah, he was watching some old movies. (laughs) So if anybody's around a ventilator, please know that whoever it is that's on the bench, even though they are not awake, they are able to hear you. They can feel you. They can not necessarily see you but can know what's going on wow and uh another time did, wow. on the first time what, i had my surgery wow huh? did, did you ever get the sense you were floating above your body no but i had my uh dead grandma and my dead father come to me while i was on a ventilator though oh wow i went and uh my dad had passed away six months before I had my first open heart surgery and I was on a ventilator and all of a sudden I saw this big bright light and I saw my dad and my grandma from about now the chest high all the way up to their heads and everything and I asked them, is it my time to go? And both of them immediately said, no. And I was like, Okay, and then hmm. I said, I love you guys, and they said, love you back, and they disappeared again. Yeah, and, uh, I've, re- I've read some stories where a lot of people that have had near-death experiences say they see a bright light, and I've had... And the doctors didn't think I was going to make it then either. Oh, so man. I don't know at what point... I was on the ventilator that time for 10 days, and I don't know at what point that happened because I was unaware of time and place and stuff, but it was kind of neat and comforting in a way because they knew I it wasn't my time to go yet, so I started fighting because I had a daughter to go home to and take care of and yeah. everything, so... I was only 36. I've read some other near-death experiences where they they say that they're in this most peaceful, you know, like field with like a wild, yeah. you know, peaceful, uh, serene oh. area of, you know, open space out in the middle. Right. You know, you know and yeah. I don't know. It's a fascinating topic to me. Now, when you when you were the, this medium for this gentleman to his wife, did did she ever ask him where he was? Uh, or, no, she didn't. Where or what he saw? Um, what he saw or uh, anything? No, I didn't see anything. But he said that he was in a happy place and he was okay and he wasn't in pain and he didn't even really like feel when he died on um, but it was peaceful mm-hmm. uh, so 
apparently what happened is that he had back surgery done, and when they flipped him onto his back to where he was face up again is when he passed. And there was some kind of freak accident that sometimes happens when they flip patients from one position to another position right after surgery. The surgery went fine. Yeah. But the movement of moving them can sometimes cause them to pass away suddenly. I had never. So, yeah. I had never. Kind of odd. I'd never heard that about, yeah, I suppose you'd have to be flipped back over and maybe they should give it more time before they flip somebody back over. I don't, I don't know. know, but apparently when it's your time to go, it's your time. So I don't think there's really much you can do about it, but I don't think I'd want to know if, when I was going to go. No, no. I, I go peacefully, but. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, it's, Hope that hope for the, the best as far as going away peacefully. Yeah, I watch too much of Investigation Discovery Channel, and there's too many times where I've seen people that are being burnt alive or buried alive, and I can't imagine going through that kind of pain and trauma. No, that would be terrible. Like the that Amy Allen on the Dead Files, so she's a what she described a physical medium where she can feel their pain is when they, you yeah. know, died a real horrible yeah. death, horrible death with a, you know, a lot of pain. Uh, and then she said, yeah, that, she said there are mental mediums too that can, that can do it without taking on a spirit's pain or something. And you'd think that'd be the better way to go. But, and she said physical mediums have a shorter lifespan than regular people. I would suppose being bombarded with all that. Uh, with all the pain sensations. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. has an effect on your adrenal system. Yeah. And like that. On your fight or flight response. And like that ghost adventure show too, you know, you wonder how, you know, being frightened by spirits that just pop up on you and stuff affects your system in the long term. Yeah. The one the one guy, he's got a museum out in, well, Zach Baggins, he's kind of the leader of that group. He has a haunted museum in Las Vegas that I want to go to. That sounds like fun. Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of stuff from uh, Dr. Jack of Orkin's office you know the the guy who, oh yeah and he's got the van where he he did some of the performed euthan euthanize some patients and he also wow. he also bought some of the props from the original uh ghost adventure not ghost adventure, uh ghostbusters movie the the backpack oh. the backpack i remember that movie He's, he paid over 300 some thousand for those backpacks, you know, that, that, that he used. And, That's uh, crazy. <laughs> and he's got a bunch of dolls that are haunted. Spirits like to inhabit dolls because they're, mm -hmm. em they're, they're empty vessels and whatever. And you I, can keep those dolls, by the way. <laughs> and I'll stay ten, with the 10-foot pole. I'll stay away from them dolls. 
anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard of these things called a Dybbuk box, but they, some of them are fake, but some of them are are real or whatever. There's, they're supposed to contain a spirit of somebody, and if you open oh. it, and if you open it, you let loose. Yeah, and one guy, uh, this paranormal caught on camera, he he had one, and he would uh, hold an EMF meter right near the box, and it would go off. Wow. And that EMF electromagnetic fluctuation or whatever, if it was given off right. energy, energy, it was. And he it was covered in wax, you know, kind of like, the liquor maker's mark, you know, it's got that little drippy stuff. You got to break the seal on it. So it's covered right. in wax. And once he broke the seal and opened it, a few seconds later, stuff started moving in this room. And he <laughs> he quickly got out of there. <laughs> I think I would have too. Yeah. I probably would have been heading to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having to clean out my pants. <laughs> the, the, the box had, I forget what they call it. It wasn't a crystal or anything, but it was something significant. Pandora's box? I, I'm not even sure uh, what they called it. but uh, and it, so, I don't know, I just know the Pandora's box is opening the unknown, so... I do know somebody who uses dowsing rods to communicate, or he says he's uh, communicating with dead relatives and stuff. You know, you, really? you, you got to construct them in a certain way, and you hold mm-hmm. them, and they kind of work like a divining rod, I guess. Where okay, you, yeah. Where you hold them and... Uh, you you say the name of the person you want to talk to, and then you give them a you give them a series of test questions. You know, you test out: uh, Do you know who this is? And if can you cross the rods or whatever? And you hold the rods mm-hmm. completely still, and if they move, then you got something going there. And you say, "Well, Hi. you know, my name's Randy, so." And and I want to talk to my mother, and you know I would say, "Is my name Mark?" And nothing would happen. And then say, "Is my name Tom?" And then nothing. And is my name Randy? And if I would ask, you know, if the if the uh, and then the rods would cross, and then you figure you you'd have the right person. And he says. Well, all you can do is ask it yes or no questions. So, I don't know why that okay. is. I don't know why that is, and I, I asked how he thought those things work, but he didn't really have a good. Uh, well, mm-hmm. hey, who, who knows how they work? I guess and they seem. I've seen him use it, use them, but yeah, uh, it'd be kind of cool. <clears throat> to know that they were actually a real thing. I know they used them to go and locate water, but... Yeah, I'm trying to find a sound effect for all this paranormal talk we've had. Uh, <laughs> maybe this will... <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> That's not really a not really a thing for paranormal. I have used that a lot in my podcast, but this one wouldn't be either. But but uh, yeah. <laughs> here in the central daylight time, we have about a little under four hours for you. Ring in the new year. Maybe I should break out my bottle of Smirnoff right now and take a shot. But uh, I'd probably just fall asleep on there and leave my equipment running and it'd record for I don't know how long. <laughs> yeah, when and Ghost Adventures, uh, you know, the, the spirits do not like it when people start remodeling these really old structures. They they get really angry. Yeah. And on the dead files, that they always claim that the, they see shadow figures and they've been scratched and and uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes they've been scratched in like three separate lines, and that mm-hmm. and that supposedly is uh, a mocking of the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, whatever. The, okay. And stuff like that. And Yeah. One time, Ghost Adventures, they were in a building. I don't know if it was a mental facility or... It wasn't a prison, or maybe it was for place for tuberculosis patients, but some... Unusual ceremonies have been held there, but there was an upside-down pentagram, which is supposed to be the most unholy symbol. I don't know why it developed to be that, but that's what they... I don't know. And they held up some of their devices that that they could speak out of, and they got some really weird responses right out of that when they held it up to that pentagram. Wow. I think you'd be interested... It'd be interesting to work a Ouija board with you. <laughs> I, well, I guess I, I guess I'm pronouncing that board so in one movie. Ouija. Ouija, Ouija board. It's, Ouija board. Yeah, yeah. But those... Yeah. The that would be kind of interesting. What do they call that? The planchette or something like that that you put your fingers on really lightly and if something's there it starts moving on its own and oh uh, yeah it's like a triangular yeah. uh shaped wooden piece that you lightly put your fingers on and it'll move on its own yeah and you got the alphabet have you ever used a Ouija board before me no no yeah no you, you have I have oh <laughs> There's another story. Uh, <laughs> another one. I'm full of them tonight. Yeah. Did did you uh, did you get it to work? Yeah, we did actually. It was kind of interesting. Ask it questions, and it'll spell out either yes or no. There's like a spot on the board for yes or no, and then yep. if it's not a yes or no answered question, then it'll spell out the words and then yeah it's kind of freaky i'd be too i'd be too worried about getting an attachment which is something that would uh, follow me home and cause you because a lot of these people that call up the 
Dead Files investigators say that they're having health problems because of the spirits, and they, they think it's because of the spirits causing them problems. And Did you think you were talking with somebody good or evil on, on the Ouija board? Yeah, let's see. This was back in high school, so it was a thing of... Uh, Long time ago. Yeah, we kind of got together and tried doing using the spirit board, and it was kind of interesting to uh, see the... I mean, as high schoolers, you're kind of asking kind of silly questions, you know, like, does so-and-so like me or... Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> those kind of things, you know, so it's kind of... You don't know if somebody's actually using force when the piece is being moved around or if it's really moving up. Everybody has to be touching it just the same, having the same uh, tension on it. So I used to watch the show Charmed, you know, with Alyssa Milano. Yes. And, and, uh, yes. and they, they would always accuse uh, the character Phoebe, which is... Alyssa Milano's character that she would always yeah. she would always push the pointer and, and she when the, in, <laughs> in the in the in the, fir, in the first episode they claimed that and she <laughs> said oh, I didn't push it it moved on its own you know and, <laughs> uh-huh. and that's when they found and that's when they found the book of shadows and then they became the three the the power yeah. of, the power of three witches you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man you have a lot of ghostly experiences i have never had so <laughs> i must be kind of kind of dead to it the, the guy that follows that medium around in the house he he says he doesn't really sense it he must be cut off from it because he doesn't feel much or anything but he mm-hmm. but he he goes through the house or whatever and and takes down any pictures or artifacts, religious symbols, so it doesn't affect her findings at all. And, right. And at the end, at the end of it, they have like a, a sketch artist do a sketch of what's the worst thing she's found in the house or whatever. And then they they tell the family or whatever what they found in the house and and whether they can bring somebody in to, to live there safely, safely after that, like a, have an exorcism, or I heard her mention a voodoo priest, a chaos magician, what, what are some of the other things that she's, a mediums, of course, and a whole bunch of other things that uh, voodoo, mm-hmm. voodoo priests and uh, she's got a whole whole list of people that you bring in and uh, clear out the spirits. Yeah. Well, well, you have to be careful with the Ouija board. Because yeah. it's kind to the sitters that are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it happen. I just know that it can happen. But, so, yeah, Satan likes to, and his demons can and uh, yeah. use it for their own enjoyment also. So Yeah, you got to be careful about that. Uh-huh. Probably best we don't. Well, maybe you're a sensitive. That's what Amy calls people that are, can sense people. 
dead people. Right. Yeah, I guess he's a dead person, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then some of them that they, she, she claims, well, this, this living person has, uh, can make objects move because of their mood or whatever in the house of mm-hmm. psychokinetic energy or whatever, psychokinesis or I don't know what, but that's pretty freaky too to know that, oh, you can make objects move just because of your mood. If you're angry or whatever, something might go flying in the mm-hmm. kitchen, in the kitchen, you know. Yeah. But hey, Lisa, it's been great talking with you on this uh, New Year's Eve show. I suppose we should both get back to our drinking and. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we gotta have our final toast though before the night is over. Well, here I'll get my Smirnoff. Bring in the New Year. Uh, let me get my bottle of Smirnoff. I'll grab mine. You can, you can keep talking and keep the crowd entertained. <laughs> <laughs> As you try to find that Smirnoff up in your cabinet, hidden. Oh, hey, did you know that there's some uh, actual rules you need to use before you use a Ouija board? And let's see here. Spirits can trick you while you're talking with a Ouija board. What? <laughs> well, I... I'll have to listen to that. To, yeah, they do. I'll have to listen to that to see what, to hear what you said. But uh, I do have my bottle of Smirnoff here. Uh, no kidding. Might as well blow the dust, All right. dust off it. And, uh, let's see if I can get any pouring noise. There we go. And uh, take my shot. All right. Uh, let's uh, ring out 2020. The horrible year. I agree. And tilt them back. You oh, ready? Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <coughs> Woohoo! Goodbye, 2020. Yeah. Hello, 2021. Yeah, goodbye, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I think that deserves another one. <laughs> I don't know. I like uh, Mountain Dew, unfortunately. I don't know if vodka and Mountain Dew would make a good mix. Yeah, they do. I like vodka and pink lemonade. Oh. It's my favorite. But I did actually take a shot of it, and it's still still burning. (laughs) (laughs) This might be my longest podcast in a while, but... Once I get it edited, we'll probably be down to 30 minutes, which is usually what about what I 30 minute uh, shows I try to stay. I try to stay. No, this one's going to be a little longer with your stories on the paranormal, but. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be interesting what kind of uh, reviews you get from it. Yeah. We'll see who picks it up. I know I got <clears throat> listeners in uh, a lot of different countries. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, England and uh, Spain have been some some pretty regular downloaders. So, 
in Spain, uh, Madrid and Barcelona now has been downloaders and somebody pretty regularly downloads uh, from Podomatic anyway from the Westminster area of London. I would like to talk I would like to talk to that person and see what see if they're a fellow podcaster and stuff so yeah, that would be neat. Well, why don't I say now I think it is time to warp drive this podcast to the interwebs. You can check out my Facebook page. You can tweet my Twitters at Randy Podcaster. You can email me a comment at randyms12 at gmail.com. Question or concern about this show? Tell me you like it, dislike it, hate it, (laughs) whatever. But if it is good and say an under 10 minute read, I might read it over the air. But as always, have a pleasant day today and a happy ending tonight. 